And they're very, uh, the Great Reset, Fourth Industrial Revolution, uh, COVID-19 hoax has been perpetrated upon uh, the world in an orchestrated manner and is actually the textbook definition of uh, conspiracy. They have conspired to roll this out to oppress uh, everyone and bring in a global totalitarian regime. So anyway, that's that. And I'm glad you're here. We're going to have a, a nice chat with James White. Uh, Jim or James is on the line with us, and I'm going to bring him on and uh, let you guys hear what he has to say. He's informed and engaged and uh, very inspirational. So uh, Jim, are you with us? Jim, can you hear me? All right, well, we'll have him on in a minute. I guess we were working on getting James on. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, there you are. Hey, great. Thank you. Uh, yeah, You're Jim, up? it's good. Yeah. Can you hear me all right? Yep, I can hear you, I can hear you loud and clear, five by five. Oh, beautiful. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, if you could just go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to our audience. We've got a great audience. They're uh, very well informed, and we've got a long segment here of about 20 minutes, but just take as much time as you like and just introduce yourself to uh, our audience. Well, uh, thanks so much. First of all, I appreciate you having me on the broadcast. Um, I, as you stated, my name is Jim White. I live in Montana. 
uh, one of the uh, the fourth largest state in the in the country, and um, so I got about just over a million people. So there's a lot of land out here. They call it Big Sky Country uh, because there's just a there's a whole lot of open space out here. It's a beautiful place to live. I live uh, just in the shadow, pretty much of the Rocky Mountains, uh, not uh, not very far from Glacier National Park. It's about 40 minutes from where I'm at here. Uh, so I uh, moved up here about 10 years ago from Michigan and uh, spent a lot of years doing computer stuff, uh, computer networking, that type of thing. And um, came out here to Montana, started Northwest Liberty News 2013. I uh, was doing Northwest Liberty News for many years uh, and, I, and doing the broad radio broadcasts. Um, I, I broadcast on AM, and, you know, AM or uh, FM, I should say, for, I don't know, about a year, a year and a half or so, uh, broadcast on several different networks. I uh, was approached oh, about a year and a half ago and asked to be involved with uh, Montana Daily Gazette newspaper, which is now the number one online uh, newspaper in Montana. And uh, I was, I sort of uh, became one of the, you know, part owner of that, of that publication. And uh, I spun off the Montana Gazette radio show from that, uh, from, you know, that being the foundation, the Montana Daily Gazette. I spun off into the Montana Gazette radio broadcast. And uh, we were then just, things just kept working out. I mean, it was just, you know, God's plan, I, I guess. Um, we uh, we were approached by someone that had just purchased the radio station in in um, in Hardin, Montana, and uh, they called me and asked me if I would run their station for them. So I spoke to the group that we had together for the for the uh, newspaper, and uh, we took over the the role of providing all the programming for that radio station KHDN uh, in Hardin, Montana. I'm a station manager of that station, and I have a, my show is broadcast on that station. And I will be uh, in January. Uh, Mike Adams gave me a call. The health ranger, Mike Adams, uh, gave me a call and asked me if I'd be on his new Bright Town Radio Network starting in January. So I'll be, uh, I'll be doing that. Uh, very, very. Uh, I'm delighted to be involved with Mike Adams. I think he's a first, first class guy. Um, he has great information, great website. So I'll be doing that radio broadcast five days a week from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And uh, like you said, man, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get the word out. Uh, I've, I, I've, you know, I realize that we're, you know, and what you just stated earlier, I think, in the run-in, kind of what you were saying is we're just, you know, this is the crosswords. I mean, this is the battle for everything. I mean, this is our, you know, literally the, the future of our of our nation, I believe, you know, you know, hangs in the balance right now. And my, my entire goal, you know, um, is just to, red pill people, wake people up. Because I think I think once people, you know, here's the way that I, I feel, Stuart, is, you know, the, once once people, the con, the whole con falls apart. The only way that a con can continue to, to go to go on is the people that are being conned aren't aware that they're being conned. Once they become aware that it's all a big con, the whole con falls apart. And I think sort of that's where we're at right now. You're seeing... The backlash against the mainstream media, uh, I believe I just saw today where uh, one of the CNN producers just got busted for, uh, I think, grooming eight, nine-year-olds. I mean, we're talking, you know, scum of the earth type stuff. So I believe that there's an awakening happening um, that they can't, 
they cannot produce enough lies any longer to overcome all the truth that people like yourself, myself, you know, Mike Adams, and plenty of others are putting out. So I think that's where we're at right now. I know that's not really exactly, I didn't exactly answer your question. I mean, I did partially. But I kind of I ad-libbed a little bit. But, um, yeah, that's, my, that's where I'm, I'm out there to just spread the truth and wake people up and get the word out and show people that, you know, we have a lot more power than we really think we do. We just have to stand up and exercise it. Yeah, well said. Well said, Jim. Yeah, definitely. You know, there seems to be a lot of tips of the iceberg that have come up from time to time, whether it's uh, Epstein or, you know, older older situations where, you know, these pedophiles and these, uh, you know, these disgusting people that are at the helm of uh, media and government are busted. But people are, you know, they're really resistant to connecting the dots and seeing that this is the standard operating reality for these people that, you know, whether, you know, you look at uh, all the all the people that have been busted in the in Great Britain or in the United States, whether it's, uh, you know, going Talk is cheap, 
And Mr. Lamb has done a lot more than talk. He is uh, running for Congress in uh, in the great state of Montana, and he's uh, a neighbor here. We are in North Idaho. He's in Montana, and so I'm going to bring him on. Uh, John, thanks for bearing with us here. Are you with us? I am. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. Absolutely, my pleasure. So you know, I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know what's on your radar. Uh, what you think are the most pertinent tangents of this federal government overreach currently? I know you're you have a history of uh, you know standing with the Bundys, who I am a huge uh, admirer and respecter of the Bundy family. Uh, in fact, before we get any further, I want to uh, really invite everybody to please go to votebundy.com and uh, help financially. Please uh, help them to get the media exposure that they need because they can give. Governor Chicken Little, you know, spelled out traitor that he is, a run for his money as an independent candidate, but they need to have the money to uh, kind of match uh, the, the media exposure and the final push. So uh, please go to votebundy.com and help. We really, really need the help. And yeah, John, take it away, please. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. I, I, uh, I, I just love Ammon Bundy and his whole family. They are, they are, they are true patriots. They're great people. So I'm honored to know uh, Ammon and Cliven and Ryan Bundy and Mel and David. It's just the whole family. They're, they're just great people. You're not you're not going to find greater people fighting for liberty than th- that family there. I, I can I can vouch for that 100. percent I've known them for several years, and um, they they truly have proven that they will stand for freedom and liberties. That they've spent two years of their life in federal prison. That Five of that seven family members, you know, the father, Cliven, and four brothers all spent uh, two years of their life in federal prison. And then in the end, all their cases, they were found not guilty or dismissed. It was, it was a great victory. I was there through that whole thing, and uh, it was just a miracle to witness, and I, I was glad to be there. And for Ammon now running for governor, I support him 100%. And... Um, Idaho, if they if he wins, I tell you what, it'd be a much better place in Idaho for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and it would be a much better world because we would start uh, being able to showcase what it's like having an honorable man, a forthright honorable man, in a position of governor, uh, and he would call BS as he has done the whole way along um, on this federal overreach on this. A crime syndicate that has taken over our government from within, and that will inspire a sea change. It can't help but inspire a sea change of uh, you know of good-hearted citizens and you know potentially people that are in government and uh, you know aren't evil sellouts. You know it'll showcase that they can take a stand against this uh, you know Machiavellian, globalist, tyrannical overreach that we're seeing. So. Yeah, it would be great for Idaho, it would be great for North America, and great for the world. I completely agree, John. Yes, and I, I guarantee if Ammon was in, you would not see none of these lockdowns like Little happened, in, you know, did in did there in uh, Idaho, locking down the state and causing all these uh, issues we've had, uh, you know, they had. I, I'm a, I live in Montana, so I'm a joining state, but I, I go over there a lot, and I've witnessed it, you know, the people that have been arrested over the mass mandates in Idaho have just been just been crazy. I mean, 
the you know they, they arrested a mother in a park just playing with her kids in a park there in Idaho and she still has, she's yeah, been waiting to face trial for yeah I had her on. She was a guest. Yeah. And, and, you know, the ironic part of that, she stood up to the bully cops that came out, uh, you know, and, and good for her for doing it. And the ironic thing is her husband is a police officer. Yes. <laughs> that is, that is crazy. Yes, that's exactly right. I agree. Over here in Montana, you know, I'm running for Congress this, this go around. And um, so I'm trying to fight for those same liberties and freedoms that um, and try to maintain them here in Montana. Myself and another gentleman, Roger Roots, we protested early on the mask mandates here in Montana. You know, I refused to wear a mask. It uh, To me, I, I wasn't sick. There was no health issue. I, I called it early on, and I, I fought them every step of the way. And... Um, I don't believe that the government, it's a government's place to, to have these lockdowns and mandates the way they did it. And um, so I, I, I'm totally against it. Yeah, now that's what people are starting to see is uh, it had nothing to do with the health situation. It is uh, the health thing was a big hoax, you know, a rollout of, uh, of tyranny and a power grab um, under the guise of a pandemic that is wasn't even a pandemic. I mean, it did didn't come close to meeting the criteria of a pandemic. They rebranded the cold and the flu, basically. And it's just, it's a naked power grab uh, worldwide orchestrated in a large part out of the uh, World Economic Forum and the WHO, the World Health Organization. Uh, you know, and it's just, it's just a big excuse for the Fourth Reich. I mean, and it's really becoming clear to a lot of people it is, it is con artistry, and it has nothing to do with looking out for us and everything to do with basically uh, getting the population of the world separated into a ruling class and a peasant class in is what is referred to as a, a new feudalism, a feudal system of uh, you know peasants and ruling class as being referred to as neo-feudalism. And, uh, and they're also killing us off as fast as they can with these lethal injections that they're calling vaccines that don't meet the criteria of the definition of a vaccine. They have nothing to do with stopping uh, either somebody acquiring or transmitting this year's flu or last year's flu, uh, you know, a novel COVID virus, if it even is such a thing. It has everything to do with uh, an mRNA altering gene therapy. And that's not debatable. And uh, people are finally having enough of their relatives die and people becoming sick to see that they're culling us off. This is a, a straight-up satanic, uh, you know, Luciferian, globalist, forthright power grab under the guise of a health crisis. Um, it, it's just absolutely astounding that they're getting away with it to the degree that they are. But there's a lot of people, myself, you, uh, you know, the Bundys, and, you know, a pretty good percentage of people that are ready to stand up and say no, no more of this. I agree 100%. You know, I've, I've known more people that have gotten the vaccine that have um, gotten sick than people who have never been vaccinated. It's just amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's interesting, isn't it? It is. Yeah, kind of, it's supposed to work the other way around, I'm pretty sure. Consider this. 
Yes, that's exactly Good right. I, I know myself. I have only what I have... want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air. And 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interest as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602 799 8214, or visit our website, Sierra Madre Precious Metals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure, just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the US I was so disappointed with the coffee so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Welcome back, everybody. We're going into the second segment here of show number 70. Sorry that. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. We're going to skip the next break, which is awesome. Uh, thanks for the rocky uh, – uh, I apologize for the rocky start here. I was actually out on a mountain guiding a tour of uh, e-bikes through the, through the forest and had a black bear encounter and just uh, slowed my roll so we could get past uh, everything safely. And we are back in studio, and I did not hear the break music come up. I'm not on Skype this day. I am on my uh, my earbuds, 
and they just it's just not as good a quality. So I apologize. But uh, that being said, I'll listen more attentively. I've gotten myself into a meeting room here, uh, out of the equipment room on the mountain. So uh, John Lamb is with us, and he's going to weigh back in. And yeah, absolutely. So we we are formulating a response, a response to this uh, World Health Organization, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. Uh, would-be ruling elite that are, you know, actually just uh, satanic retards that think they have the right to uh, boss us around and kill us, and they have for thousands of years. And now it's coming to a head uh, because people are seeing their their families and their friends, as John was saying, uh, fall victim to these illnesses that are vaccinated, quote-unquote vaccinated, uh, at a higher rate than people that aren't. There's uh, people dropping dead all over the world with heart problems and large hearts all kinds of problems. So it, it's murder. It is, uh, it's, it's a culling. And so now it is up to us to respond appropriately, not with hate, not with fear, and build a better world free from these, uh, you know, these predator parasites that lack compassion. They are, uh, they are child abducting, child sex slavery, trafficking Satanists. And that is not an overreach. That is not speculation. Uh, if you've listened to some of my last shows, like Butterfly, if you uh, listen to Mark Pantheo and uh, his uh, his cohorts, they have direct experience with the Church of Satan and what our intelligence communities are doing in league with these high-level bankers. And it is uh, it's too ugly to believe, except that it's true, and we, we need to pull up our big boy pants, pull up our, our boots, and, um, and say enough is enough, and be willing to take these monsters to task. We have them outnumbered, we have them outgunned, and we have them outclassed. And enough is enough. Um, I would like to make a plea at this point before I bring John back in uh, to military and the police uh, out there. Uh, you know, search your soul. If you have one left, do not continue to do the bidding uh, of these, uh, you know, would-be overlords, these evil bastards that have taken over the reins of control illegitimately. They are not to be followed. Uh, there is nothing in your uh, world that makes you uh, have to follow commands that are unlawful in the truest sense of the word unlawful. It's your duty to disobey commands like that and decide with actual law, or with God's law, with what's right and wrong, and protect uh, the good people of your community, of your family, and uh, yeah, enough said. So uh, they do not control the entirety of the police and the military. Uh, and those of us that are looking to do our part to look out for humanity and to stand against uh, the outrageous assault, uh, the aggressive assault, murderous assault, continued assault and slavery brought on by these, uh, these would-be rulers that think there are betters, um, you know, it's time for us to take a stand along with uh, people like John Lamb and Hammond Bundy, Clive and Bundy, and everybody that's involved with people's rights to look out for themselves and their families and their communities and just say no and mean it and be willing to back it up. That time has come. That is upon us now. So, John, how can how can people uh, help you and people's rights and and Ammon? And what kind of plea can we make in the remaining time on the show here? 
to get people to be, as John F. Kennedy said, informed and engaged. What, what can we do to help people become more informed and, more importantly, become actually engaged? Well, definitely, definitely that's very important is for people. People don't need to bury their hands in the sand, and we know that the, the media out there is not going to inform you. So you need to get out there and get engaged yourself. Local communities, I, I push that all the time. Every little town here in Montana, we've got great local communities from, you know, Bozeman, Missoula, uh, the little towns that I live near by Bozeman here. There's a lot of great patriots out here. And um, I always encourage them to get involved in their local community, get to know their people, get to know who's who these elected officials are that are running. They keep voting them in blindly. We're never going to get any changes. we gotta, we got to... Step yeah. outside that box and get to meet them people personally. Absolutely. I was just at a town hall meeting here with Ammon Bundy the night before last here in Sandpoint, and then yesterday he was in Apple, Idaho. Uh, I'd encourage everybody to go to YouTube, the Casey Whalen's channel, North Idaho Exposed. Even if you're not, even if you're in, uh, you know, Florida or California, and take a look at what a man of, of character and honor that's in and had boots on the ground standing up against these thugs. He's done prison time. He's been exonerated. He's been tased. He's been bullied. His family has been, you know, attempted to be preyed upon. And please uh, go to Casey's channel, North Idaho Exposed. Watch the videos of a town hall and a Q&A. And let me just tell everybody listening, everybody within the sound of my voice live or listening to the rebroadcast, uh, John and I are here to affirm that freedom is not free. You cannot continue to sit on your butt and, you know, think you're, uh, you know, anything but adding to the problem by not opposing these, these forces. Uh, all this necessary for evil to triumph is for us good people to stand by and do nothing. And I hate to break the news to you folks, but if you're not part of the solution, you are part of the problem. So get off your butt and get out there. Get the city council meetings. Get to, uh, you know, wherever you can to speak up, speak out, refuse to go along with this stuff. We can no longer continue to comply with these mandates. If they try to shut our businesses, we need to keep them open. We need to all be members of people's rights and just be willing to tell whoever comes to say you have to close your business, no. Uh, take off, take a hike. Uh, we're not closing our business. We are not going to get these injections. We're not going along with this stuff anymore, and there's more of us than there are of you. So, I mean, it's just I would like to just really impress upon people, you can't sit this one out from the sidelines. You are going to pay a tremendous toll just for trying to keep your head down and avoid conflict. If you think you can just, you know, be okay looking out for yourself, no. You are, you know, you're condemning yourself, your soul, your karma, your whatever you want to call it, uh, you're you're a coward. You're a coward. You're lazy, and you deserve whatever that brings your way. And that's just how that works. You know, things are not going to go well for you uh, unless you stand with with the good side of humanity and are willing to sacrifice something in this struggle. As the people that formed this country were willing to sacrifice everything. So you know, if, if you're in the military, if you're in the police, and you think you're doing the world a favor by following the orders of these uh, ass clowns in their chain of command, you're not. Okay? I'm sorry you've been 
you know, you've been the victim of con artistry, and they preyed on your natural good-hearted patriotism, but you need to face facts and break ranks and do what's right and what's actually lawful instead of following the, the con artistry of a chain of command. There's no such thing as a good person who's an order follower. You have to follow your own internal moral compass, uh, and the degree to which you don't, there will be consequences. That's all I can say 100%. about that. 100%. Uh, no. Yeah, just like, just like uh, we just mentioned. Oh, no, that's okay. I was just going to follow up with what you're saying about the order followers. If it's just like what happened there to Sarah Brady there in Idaho, that police officer that arrested her, he didn't do, he, he was just following orders and he could have broke rank. He didn't have to arrest her. But, you know, so them are the type of situations where we're trying to bring up and, and educate people. That that's, uh, these, these situations like this should have never happened in the first place. There's real criminals out right. there that need to be arrested that are bad people that are breaking into people's homes or murdering people, uh, pedophiles, and you can go down the list. And instead they're, they're targeting a mother who just was out playing with her children at a park. And there's hundreds of cases like this across the country. That's something that I've yeah. been doing for years is, is, uh, going in the courtrooms and and uh, witnessing some of these things happening. You know, Joe Robertson here in Montana went to prison, federal prison, for digging a pond on his own property. And um, order followers are what locked him up. And he never broke a law. He never harmed anything right. or harmed anybody. Just dug a pond on his own property and didn't have didn't have the proper permit at seventy eight years old. Well, John, don't you understand? And, uh, that's that's the king's that's the king's water. He was attempting to access. You can't, you know, exactly. This is enough is enough. You know, they're they're making us serfs and vassals, and uh, you know, and doing things like that. That sickens me. But you're exactly right, and those are great examples that you give. And we need to start telling these people to pound sand, take a hike or suffer the consequences and be willing to, and ready to back that up. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to get into my history of, of, of backing it up, but, I mean, I've done what I've had to do, and it's not fun, and I've done some jail time, but you know what? What am I going to do, be a chump, a sellout, and a coward? No. I'd rather, you know, die with my boots on and, um, you know, having, uh, you know, or, or, or live with my boots on but be willing to do what I have to do. And I, I'm talking to every person out there that thinks they've got character and backbone. If you're not doing something to stop these criminal, thug, pedophile, Satanists and their minions, you're not. Okay? You're finding an excuse to be a weak coward. And that's all it comes down to. You're having a moment of weakness. You are lulling yourself into subservience and willful ignorance and cowardice. And so what if you've got a lot of company? There are a lot of people, but you know in your heart that that's what you are. You are a weak coward that has been lied to, and you've been the victim of con artistry, and that's okay. I was too. A lot of people were, but face it now. Pull up your big boy pants and get on board with saving humanity. Because time's running out. It's running out really quick. If you don't mind, there's a couple of events coming up if people want to show up here in Montana um, where I'm going to be um, speaking or debating my opponents here in Montana for Congress. Great. 
Is it yeah. okay if I bring up those dates? Absolutely, it, John. Um, please bring up anything that you like. The floor is yours. Okay, yeah. So August 8th is the first one coming up here in uh, Missoula at the Triple Tree Hotel. It's, it's in the morning, um, uh, August 8th. That's a Monday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning. I think it actually starts at 1045. Um, but uh, I'm going to be debating um, Ryan Zinke, and, um, who is uh, one of my opponents, and then um, the other one is Tanell. And um, so if anybody wants to come, I'm also going to be debating again um, in uh, Whitefish, Montana, and in Butte, Montana. So um, I think it will be some interesting questions and answers and debating going on between the three of us yeah. and uh if anybody wants to learn more about myself and the others they should i encourage them to show up and is there a website uh, john do you have a website that has those uh, events posted the date and the location you know i i don't know if there's a website yet that's actually posting those because um there's a uh, someone else's um it's called city club missoula that is actually um, organizing and setting these debates up. So um, oh, I'm not for sure what website they have, yeah, but it is, these right. are like town hall. I, I, Pe- I people's rights should like have them, here, yes. Yeah, if it's like here in, uh, in North Idaho, uh, I encourage everybody, no matter where you are in the world, uh, in any state, any county, any place in the world, go to peoplesrights.org and sign up You know, to find like-minded People, good-hearted people, stand up against tyranny and thuggery people in your neighborhood so you can, you know, stand together and protect each other's rights, uh, protect each other's families, your, you know, protect your property and your livelihood. Uh, it's just that is what is going to that is what is going to be an effective countermeasure against this is things like people's rights because they've uh, they've dismantled uh, the and defamed, uh, you know, and and has done smear campaign for 100 years against the militias to turn that into a bad word. But all it's ever been is uh, the people, the good-hearted, law-abiding, respectable, proper people of America, armed and ready to defend each other and themselves from the overreach of government. And here we are. Uh, we need to reform you know, groups of community members, people that are willing to stand up, take a stand. If the CPS comes for your neighbor's kids, uh, in 10 minutes, the idea is to have 10 armed people at that door. And in 100 minutes, have 100 armed people to tell whatever, uh, you know, Orwellian thug army, uh, you know, of order-following criminals uh, that, no, they cannot have that child. No, they cannot take somebody's uh, firearms away. Uh, unlawfully, but it's just not going to happen uh, without serious consequences. <laughs> and that's what's going to back them down. That's what got a uh, baby Cyrus here in um, Idaho returned to uh, baby Cyrus's parents. The CPS tried to take that child for no good reason, as 70 or 80 percent of the children that they take when it gets to hearing, it's, it's not it's not legitimate. They're trying to get them in the clutches of child child. Uh, sex traffickers. So it's going to be things like people's rights that uh, that help uh, shine the light on both the good candidates like yourself and uh, the, your debates coming up, and also uh, you know people can get together monthly or biweekly for potlucks 
and form, uh, you know, community groups to defend each other. So, yeah, please go to peoplesrights.org and find out where these town halls are. Uh, I, I can't wait to see it. I hope uh, that uh, Casey Whalen or somebody can get out there and video those debates because they'd be great to see. Yes, they, I, I think that it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be very exciting to witness and see and see what these other candidates are about. Some of these, some of these other candidates, to my, in my opinion, like Ryan Zinke, they've been in this for a career, and they're they haven't they have, they've, they've they have proven that they're not for the Constitution and they're not for people's rights. Yeah, no, that's an interesting factor. Maybe you can talk uh, to that a bit. I mean, from what I'm aware of. It's not a mystery. These people are not representatives. They're not elected representatives of we the people. They represent the financial and business and satanic agenda of business of the of these elite pedophiles. Uh, there is a league of governors, and this is not speculation. I've been over this with uh, our state uh, rep Heather Scott uh, in the legislature here, and she has done an extensive investigation and found the money trail that leads from most of the governors in the United States through payoffs of the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab to this uh, league, I believe it's called the League of Governors. But they are uh, basically vetted, and they've, a lot of them have gone to Klaus Schwab's uh, you know, young leaders' forums at, so that they're all in lockstep and ready to back him and the status quo which is rotten to the core. So don't for a minute think that because somebody has an R next to their name that they're a Republican, that they're on your side. Chances are they are not. They're a rhino at best, and, uh, you know, just a straight sellout traitor, more likely. Is that kind of a boil down that works a little bit? That definitely, that's exactly right. And, um, we, you know, we... Um... We, well, we're seeing what I've seen in, in each one of these is every time they get into office, all these high profile Republicans or Democrats or whatever, they, um, we very seldom see a conservative one. They're always furthering the deep state, furthering all the agenda that, that the corruption has been happening for years. They never do turn it back. They don't even try. And, um, my opponents are doing the same exact thing as it's always been. They have, when you talk to them about the Constitution or the Second Amendment and all these things, they're they're okay with limiting the Second Amendment, restricting it. Um, they, you know, they say well, we're not going to take your guns away, but they're going to make it harder to get. <laughs> so they they are taking your guns away when they make you go through yeah, all yeah. this. Yes, it just more permits and more background checks and then pretty soon we're going to have to have insurance to have a gun. And if you can't get yeah, insurance, yeah, see, they take your guns this. away. Yeah. yeah, that's like they're saying no, nobody's making it mandatory to get this, uh, this lethal injection. But you know what? If you don't get this mRNA experimental uh, you know, death jab, you might lose your job. You might not be able to go to uh, you know, travel to see relatives. You might not be able to, you know. So, yeah, they are absolutely... Uh, forcing people. Well, we're not making you take it. Well, they are. I mean, if you're not, if you don't want to uh, lose your job, I mean, it's really, I mean, we just, we really need to just stop this now. Uh, if we don't stop it now, the world is going to go into another dark ages. Uh, what they're getting ready to roll out, this uh, 
And we can see this, not speculation, they're already rolling this out in other parts of the world, and it's just below the surface here. This AI-backed uh, credit, you know, uh, uh, social credit score, that if, if you're not, you know, towing the company line, uh, you know, and you're not a good uh, sellout, and you're not a good bent-over slave letting them, you know, take a third of your income and, uh, you know, agreeing to all these whatever it is, uh, you know, lethal injections, and everything else, then you don't get to access the banking system or you don't get to access food supply. I mean, look what's happening now. I mean, if you think you can sit this one out, you are sorely mistaken. We have to get loud and we have to have resolve and just tell these people, no, we're not going along with it. We need to let our sheriffs know that you know they may talk a good story about defending the Constitution, but when it comes down to it, they're not stopping local police enforcing mask mandates or whatever else it is. So BS, you, you're not a constitutional sheriff. You know, when the rubber hits the road, you're just a, a sellout con artist with a better line of BS than the other guys. Exactly right. And, and, uh, and all these sheriffs are taking all this federal money. They're selling us out is what they're doing. The, yes. we, we don't, uh, my opinion, we don't want that federal money. We, we, we want to support our sheriff. We want a good constitutional sheriff that we support. But when the, once they take that federal money, they agree to so many things that are underlined that they're not even, we don't know about, but the sheriff does, and they're selling us out for all kinds of other things. And, Absolutely. Um, and, you know, so, it's maybe important to point out that that federal money, it's not, even the, it's not even their money. It's money that they've taken from us to begin with. They have, you know. Exactly. Uh, Taking money, you know, a third of our pay uh, by this, you know, Federal Reserve system that got hoaxed into existence, and this, uh, you know, this global crime syndicate cartel of these bankers. So they extort the money from us to begin with, and then hold us hostage to get part of it back. And you know what? Enough is enough on that. I mean, I'm sorry, but the whole thinking system has to go, and it's not going to be a smooth transition. But we've got to get rid of the banking system. We've got to start developing other means of transacting stuff. And I know it's not going to happen overnight, but we need to start talking about this, and we need to start developing alternatives, whether it's barter, keep the tax money from going to the federal government, or whatever it is. Um, you know, there aren't as many uh, IRS agents as there are armed Americans. So, you know, sorry, guys. If we all decide your days are done, your days are done. And there's 300 million Americans and somewhere around 300 million firearms. And if enough people just call an end to this extortion uh, and this crime syndicate posing as our government that has taken over in a slow motion coup, we can build the world that we want. Now, not everybody's going to go along with us on this. Some people are just cowardly slaves. They are subservient sellouts. And that's their right. They've got the God-given right to exercise their free will to be cowardly sellouts. And we just need to pity them, leave them in the dust, and build something better and uh, take out these predators. Take out the, you know, if, uh, we've got to stand against the intelligence community, the banking syndicate. Um, but, you know, we have a good significant portion of the military, and we have a good significant portion of, of the republic, of good people. And we just need to be willing to do whatever it takes to get rid of these murderous con artists. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll 
throw myself on the barbed wire if need be, and I'll take the flack. I'll, you know, you want to, you know, draw out the opposition. Uh, there, Lord Rothschild and uh, Klaus Schwab, I'm in, okay? And I'm not alone. There are millions of us. So F you and your agenda. Exactly, 100%. And uh, I, I agree with you 100% on everything you say. And, and, the, and the Federal Reserve, the banking system, is definitely one of our biggest enemies that, um, that people have not, have not figured out how not to use it. You know, myself, I've been out of that system for a long time, and I'm thankful. It, um, if, if anybody could quit using banks, I encourage them to. Find another way. Do bartering. Start doing business other ways. Shop locally. Um, you yep. know, farmer's market, little grocery stores, little things like that. Start, start supporting your local communities and, 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 and cut out the bank. Because one day it's going to crash and you're going to be left yep. wondering – Wishing you hadn't left any money in there. Yeah, dependency equals control. And that's another wonderful thing about people's rights. Is we get together every other week and, you know, everybody pools resources. Uh, you know, who's growing food? Who's got laying hens with eggs? Who's got firewood? Who can trade with who? Who does mechanical work? Who's And it completely is building a system separate from this matrix for lack of a better word, but it is a matrix of control that we don't need to be part of. So if you're listening to this and you consider yourself uh, an awake and aware patriotic or principled person and you've got money in the bank and you shop at Walmart, hey, guess what? You're really BS. Okay, you're part of the problem. And I I know I'm like, uh, you know, I'm speaking kind of like uh, boldly, but, you know, I've had to do it myself. I don't have a bank account anymore, and that makes things difficult. Boo-hoo for Stuart Howe, okay? I need to jump through hoops, and my life's a little more difficult because I don't want to be a a member of a bank. I don't want to have anything to do that I don't absolutely have to with that whole system. And we all need to start making sacrifices and doing our own version of whatever that looks like to defund our own enslavement. We've been paying for it, and we've been going along with it, and at the end of the day, we're to blame, okay? And enough is enough, so... John, I'm going to let you close out the show here. We just have a few minutes left, and I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate Casey Whalen uh, for getting us together, and I appreciate uh, you know Ammon and Cliven and his whole family and everybody involved in peoplesrights.org. Uh, in the last few minutes here, we've got about nine minutes left. Please go over anything that you'd like to go over. Point out anything that you'd like. Uh, you know, any thoughts that you have, anything that we miss, uh, how people can support you where they can go to see things that you think are important and what we can do to create a solution, a better world uh, that we can start envisioning and talking about and then taking action to build with resolve and the, the force to back that up. If they, if they force that, that situation, how do, you know, how do we envision a correct response? What, what are your thoughts on that, John? Yes, uh, real quick, I'll tell you a website that people could follow some things of our family does. You know, I, my wife and I, we have 12 children that are all our children, um, and we got a website that I'm not much on the Internet myself, but uh, my wife has set this website up that talks about our family and some of our businesses and things we do, and me running for Congress here. But it's uh, lotsalittlelambs.com, so that's L O T S. A 
lots of littlelambs.com. That's one way to check out our family um, and uh, follow what our businesses and things we're doing and myself as running for Congress. Um, I've been in this fight a long time. I'm going to continue in this fight. My grandfather and my father were two mentors that um, that got to me, to, brought me where I am at now. You know, my, my if people don't know a little bit about me. My my grandfather in, in um, 1936 refused to get a Social Security number. That was the turning point in our family. But 1936, uh, my, 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 my grandfather did not get a Social Security number. Out of that, my father was one of those his children that did not get a Social Security number. I'm uh, 50 years old now. I don't even have a Social Security number, and neither does none of my 12 children. So we don't use the banking system. We don't have a Social Security number. We've been out of this fighting this corrupt system since 1936. So that's a little bit of history of our family, but uh, it can be done. You can live freely under this system. It's not easy, and there's going to be rocky roads, but you can do it. And uh, my family and my father and grandfather has proven that we can do it. Wow, that's very commendable. Thank you for that. Well, let me plug a couple yes. of, uh, of uh, our cohorts, and then I'll let you close out the show here. We've got about eight minutes left. One is Mark Passio. He's been the inspiration for me uh, in championing natural law, which is the, the actual you know, uh, law underneath everything that is right and good and principled, uh, how the universe actually works and how our Constitution has become uh, you know, representation of natural law is, is an amazing thing to come to understand. So Mark Passio is a, a wonderful mentor, and he has great content. His websites are markpassio.com. And also a, an amazing new website. It's been up for about a year called One Great, uh, I'm sorry, GreatWorkNetwork.com. Uh, it's, I don't know, not in front of my computer. I'm in the field, but it's either the GreatWorkNetwork.com, OneGreatWorkNetwork.com. You can find it by checking out uh, OneGreatWorkNetwork.com, I believe. Apologize for that. Um, and also the Corbett Report, James Corbett, who led Canada. He's in Japan now, and he has a wonderful website, and he creates amazing content. So between One Great Work Network, CorbettReport.com, the Casey Wayland's channel, and your information, that's uh, that's good homework for people to have. So um, thank you for coming on, John. Uh, please take us out. You'll hear the music come up at uh, about 4.58, and that'll be the end of the show. I'll take it back and say goodbye to everybody. But, uh, yeah, how would you like to close out the show? What, what would you like people to, to know before we end the, end the show here, show number 70? Well, thanks again for having me on. Um, there are some political prisoners I'd like you guys to remember, and if you can, try to support them somehow. One is Schaefer Cox. He's in a Terry Hote federal prison. And then there's Greg Burleson. He's in a federal prison in Florida. Um, he was one of the only Bundy supporters that is still in federal prison that supported Ammon Bundy and his family. He's, he got sent to 68 years in prison. So he is the only uh, one out of all 27 of them that got arrested back there in the Bundy deal. And he's, uh, serving 68 years in Florida in a federal prison. Um, there's Yori Call. If nobody has remembered him, Gordon Call from 1980s, uh, 
His father was murdered by the federal government, and Yori, at a young age, was put in prison. And this makes it uh, this year makes it forty years he's been in prison, uh, wrongfully. And um, he's also wow. in Florida. So there's three prisoners there. If people can remember them and maybe look up their names, uh, Schaefer Cox and where Greg Burleson. Yeah, where? Where is Schaefer What's Cox? That? Not in Florida. Schaefer, uh, Cox, Schaefer Cox. Schaefer Cox is in Terry Haute, Indiana. Federal at a federal Indiana. prison in Terry Haute, Indiana. Yes. Uh, Greg Burleson is in Florida, and so is uh, Yori Call. They're both mm. in Florida in, fe- in different federal prisons down there. So they could find me on. You can find me on Facebook, John Lamb or John Lamb Last Free Man on Facebook, and I'm always posting about these political prisoners that have been wrongfully convicted. Even the January sixth. Uh, Prisoners that are that are being wrongfully charged right now for this last January sixth deal, and uh, but I'm always sharing about them. That something is deep in my heart is fighting for these uh, wrongfully convicted individuals or ones that have been wrongfully charged. Uh, it um, so anyway, that's a big fight for me and something that means a lot lot to me. Well, thank you for doing that. Yeah, Casey Whalen is also championing uh, some political prisoners here in North Idaho. You can find that on his YouTube channel, North Idaho Exposed. All good stuff. Yeah, we need to look out for each other, and we need to get to work. Absolutely. Yes. So thank you for, for doing everything you do, John. Much appreciated. Well, thanks a lot for having me on, Stuart. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. You know, uh, anytime you want to come on or suggest anybody to come on, uh, that would be great. And, you know, of course, uh, the solution to all this lies uh, through what we developed uh, with organizations like, if not specifically, People's Rights. So peoplesrights.org is where people can go and, uh, you know, get with like-minded, good-hearted law-abiding citizens in your area. There's the music. Thank you, John. Thanks for coming on. There he goes, everybody. John Lamb. Thank you for tuning into the White Rose. Uh, God willing and the river don't rise. I'll see you next Saturday for show number 71. I love you. Be well. Be kind to each other. Be strong. We'll see you next week. The universal minds has written you into the passion plane. Skating away, skating away, skating away On the thin ice of a new day Is a civil war imminent? I'm Peter Seraphine with today's Liberty Minute. Over 50% in a recent survey expect a civil war in the United States in the next few years. Lately, it's often said that our nation is more divided than ever. Those who say that don't know their own national history. The country may be more partisan than at any point in our lifetime, but not in our countries. Our country has seen several rebellions. We have had states consider secession both before and after the Civil War. We have had congressmen beaten on the floor of the House. We had an actual Civil War that claimed the lives of over 600,000 citizens. The history of the United States is a history of partisan divide. I am far more worried about total financial collapse than a civil war. Please support transparency from Congress by visiting liberty-lighthouse.com slash hr46. Until tomorrow, see this Pashem.
Parabellum. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.